Welcome to the Do Something Beautiful podcast. I am your host, Leah Darrow, and I share with you inspirational people who are truly doing something beautiful to make our world better. We are inspired by Mother Teresa who said, do something beautiful for God. Do it with your life. Do it every day. Do it in your own way, but do it. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Do Something Beautiful podcast. I am your host, Leah Darrow. So happy to be with you. All right. So we are currently in Lent, Lent 2021. I know the big joke is, is that we've been in Lent for the past year and a half. <laughs> so, and so do we really need to do anything more? I mean, isn't the pandemic enough? Uh, yeah. Yes and no <laughs> might be the answer because life is hard, friends. It's definitely a new level of hard. I'm not going to say that the uh, it hasn't leveled up and in itself, but let's talk about Lent. Let's talk about a fruitful Lent. Maybe it's this Lent that will actually give some hope and and maybe even meaning to what we have been dealing with over the past year. I was recently by my spiritual director was given um, this article to read and he gave it to me and it was very practical and deep and short. And I thought, okay, you know what? I need, I need to get this out. And that's what I wanted to share with you is practical recommendations for a fruitful Lent. I know that that is a topic that everybody's talking about, how to make the most out of your Lent. What can you do? And that's great. And we should be. What I read here was, I felt to be and believed to be what Lent should be. You know, I think that oftentimes we think of Lent and we just want to make it, and it's natural, but we maybe we want to make it easy for ourselves. I just want to do something so that I can complete it, so that I feel good about saying, I did that all of Lent. And so we, 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 we can lower the bar for ourselves because, because we want to feel like we have accomplished something and we did it all the way. Now, I know that that part of that hopefully comes from a good place of the virtue of perseverance and you want to just keep with something. You don't want to set yourself up for failure. But however, Lent, Lent is about us, but at the same time, it's not about us. It is about our connection with Jesus crucified. It is about reparation for sin. And we are part of all of that. So maybe taking a look at Lent not from the perspective of what can I do so that I can make sure I keep up with it, but versus what can I do that would actually deepen my devotion and love of Jesus crucified. And so that is what I want to share with you today. I was given, again, just to go back to this article, and I'll, I'll include this link um, in the show notes, but these are some theological reflections, and they're actually from Father John Hardin, who's a Jesuit priest. He died uh, 21 years ago in the year 2000. Hopefully, you're familiar with that name. Very, very faithful man, faithful priest. And these were his recommendations. These are from Father John Hardin, his recommendations for a fruitful Lent. And the first, the first place that he sends us is really just right where Lent should start. The spirit of Lent is the spirit of Christ crucified. Therefore, whatever enables us to do better, to understand Christ's passion and death and deepens our responsive love for his great love towards us should be fostered during this Lenten season. And so he, that's what he kind of like points it out. And I, I love that he just gets right to the heart of the matter of what Lent is. 
I know. So, so often we can easily just try to create something where again, we're just wanting to check off the box, but what, what is Lent? What is this whole season for? It is to connect our heart and our life closer to Jesus. So these are the recommendations he gives for this particular initial point of love of Jesus crucified, that the spirit of Lent is the spirit of Christ crucified. That is the spirit of, of what is going on in this season, Christ crucified. So in, in order to help with that, to have a deeper love of Jesus crucified, we can do these things he mentioned. Meditations on the gospel narratives of the passion, going through the different gospels and reading the passion. Of course, he also has like a whole bunch of spiritual books that he gives. One of my favorite that he recommends is Fulton Sheen's Seven Last Words. Love, 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 love that one. That is ooh, easily my favorite. But also the recitation of certain prayers, like the Anima Christi. And of course, there's other things that we can do. The Stations of the Cross on Fridays, which is a beautiful tradition, but you can pray at any point in time. And maybe you take those stations of the cross and you you divide them out over the week and you just take, you know, two or three a day and you go through that whole thing. That is a, a one of my favorite things to do. In, in fact, inside the Lux Catholic app that we have, which I'm sure you've probably heard me talk about it a million times, but inside that Lux Catholic app, which is an app specifically for Catholic women, sorry guys, just for us ladies, but we do have in there this amazing Lux prayer book and we have some beautiful reflections on the Stations of the Cross. And so um, from Pope Benedict XVI, I highly encourage you to look that up if you are inside the Lux Catholic app, but that is a great way to continue to center ourselves this Lenten season on the way of the cross. And then of course, just having maybe even, if Father John Harden also talks about spending some extra time in front of the Blessed Sacrament, of course, if that's available to you. I know COVID has done a million different things to all of our churches and what's available and what's open, but if available to you, making that time. Or even just having, and he mentions this, having a little phrase that you'll say during the day of my Jesus crucified, or he says, heart of Jesus, obedient unto death, have mercy on us. Heart of Jesus, obedient unto death, have mercy on us. And maybe that's, that's the little thing. That's the prayerful mantra that you say throughout the day. Heart of Jesus, obedient unto death, have mercy on us. Really being intentional of what this season is, of what this season is. This isn't a waiting out period. This isn't a waiting room for Easter. But this is a this should be a willful participation in, in the life and death of Jesus Christ so that we can prepare to celebrate his resurrection. The second piece that Father John Hardin really goes into is again a very, it's, it's a piece that will challenge us and it should challenge us. And it's talking about reparation of sin. So he really kind of just divides out Lent into these two little pieces. One is that Lent should have, because Lent is, has the, the spirit of Lent is, is Christ crucified. What can we do to keep that front of mind? But also in doing that, Christ crucified, why was Christ crucified, right? <laughs> Sin would be the answer there, right? For our salvation to unify us back into um, children of God. But then it means dealing with reparation for sin. And he talks about, he says this, he says, in practicing penance, we should keep in mind that there are two levels 
of reparation we are to practice for our own and for other people's sins. We are to expiate the guilt incurred by failing in one's love for God, and we are to repair the harm done by disobeying the will of God. So he talks about how on the first level, our penance should be the practice of a deeper and more generous love for God. So making acts of divine love, doing our ordinary work, but more selflessly for the love of God, like doing what you're already doing, but doing it with this deep intention that it's for the love of God that you are doing it. And just starting to create that habit within your daily life. Hey, ladies, I got a question for you. Do you want to grow closer to Jesus with a community of like-minded Catholic women? If you were like, uh, yeah, of course I do. <laughs> well, then I can help you out. The Lux Catholic app is more than just an app. It is a place to pray, read, and study with supportive women who share our faith. The Lux Catholic app being a part of this, you get access to our own private chaplain, Father Michael O'Loughlin, daily mass readings. We have scripture devotions, live daily prayers, a live book study, and so much more. You can deepen your relationship with Christ through this beautiful spiritual formation. Make sure you click in the show notes or just go to wherever you grab your app and search for Lux Catholic. Join our amazing community for this free Catholic app today. And I can't wait to be with you and to pray with you very, very soon. By deciding before Lent what form of charity to practice towards those whom we live or work with. Now, I mean, Lent's already gone. (laughs) So don't worry about it. Just keep on going. But going through the spiritual and corporal works of mercy and selecting maybe one or maybe more than one on occasion that we wish to concentrate during Lent, the spiritual and corporal works of mercy. Now, this second level that he talks about is that our penance should strive to endure, is what he says, some pain in order to expiate the sinful pleasure that is always the substance of sin. This can take on a variety of forms and no two people are the same in this matter, he mentions. And so he gives some examples of this. He says, so maybe it's more frequent reception of the sacrament of penance. Shocker that maybe more grace would help us, right? More frequent attendance at mass or sacrifice some hours of the week that would otherwise been spent just doing something for ourselves or watching television or looking at your phone or whatever it might be, sacrificing those up. Maybe taking some of those apps off of your phone that you spend a lot of time with, taking them completely off, suspending and walking away even maybe from some of the entertainment platforms that are out there, get rid of maybe Disney Plus, get rid of Netflix, maybe Hulu, whatever it might be. Maybe walking instead of driving or walking up the stairs instead of using the elevator, some of these great practical pieces that you can do. Or maybe it's just getting up promptly in the morning. Ooh, that heroic minute. And then making sure that you go to bed at a decent time so that your next day is better spent rested. All of these are just very practical ways that we can work on reparation for sin in our very daily lives. I was very pleased when I read this from my spiritual director because I know there's a lot of how-tos to make your Lent the best Lent ever. And it sometimes it can feel like everything's a competition or it's almost like this salesy way to go about our spiritual life. 
But keeping in mind, if we just kept in mind what Lent is, that the spirit of Lent is the spirit of Christ crucified, my friends, and that it calls us to keep in mind the life and death, the crucifixion of our Lord, and then also in conjunction, reparation for sin, for our own and for other people's sin of what we can do. Because again, the spirit of Lent is Christ crucified. Sin is what crucified Christ. Then we've, then we're, we're connecting the dots, I think, in a more straightforward way. And then we can look back to see, like, what are we going to do? And whatever it is you chose to do already, doing it with the intention of this, I think this is just is just good to know. So maybe maybe you're like, I'm giving up chocolate. And maybe you're feeling guilty, like maybe I should have done something different. That's for you and the Lord to decide. But if it is that, let's just say it's, it's the proverbial, I'm going to give up chocolate, then why are you doing it? Is it the generous form of selfless love for God that you're going to be doing that each and every time? Do you see this truly as an act of reparation for sin? Or is this something that's like become a habit and you've already let go of and it's fine and easy and it's just a check off the box because you want to say that you did it all the way through Lent? If if that's the case, if we're able to be uncomfortable, to be vulnerable and look at those pieces, then maybe this Lent and doing something that is more about the love of Jesus crucified and the reparation for sin will actually be just more fruitful. And that is what I pray and I wish for you. I pray and I wish for you that your Lent truly is fruitful, which means that you are not just checking off boxes, but that you are growing closer to Christ crucified, that you open up and you read Isaiah 53, the suffering servant, and you see that that suffering servant loves you, lives for you, died for you, and rose for you. This Lent, I will be at some point going through labor with my sixth child, And one of the things that I'm going to be doing and that I'm preparing myself mentally for is to pray for all others, pray for the, pray for others and for all of your intentions to go closer to Christ. And I ask deeply for your prayers for me during this time too, for this Lent for myself and for all of us who are undergoing our own deep labor of love for the Lord, however that might look in your own life. I'm so happy to be with you again on this podcast just to share something good and beautiful. Although I couldn't interview Father John Harden, he did die, you know, 21 years ago. Um, I wanted to bring something beautiful from a beautiful priest who has some beautiful words for us so that our Lent can truly be a fruitful one. I am praying for you. I have your prayers for me. And remember, whatever you do today, do something beautiful for God. God love you. God bless. And I'll talk to you later. This show is a production of the Spoke Street Media Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, visit SpokeStreet.com.